Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Kindest Regards. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you are all having a wonderful week. I've seen this TikTok lately and I'm just obsessed with calling Thursdays Baby Friday. I don't know if you guys have seen like the OOTD TikToks where people do like Monday, Tuesday and like all the different outfits and one of them is like Baby Friday and I love calling Thursday Baby Friday. So The pod doesn't come out on Thursdays anymore, guys. It comes out on Baby Friday. Anyway, (laughs) moving along. This week has been already hectic. There's a bit going on. Um, I had one of the most low-key weekends I remember having of late, which completely just reset my batteries. I feel like I have definitely been over committing to things lately and I do go through phases of doing that and then phases of being a complete hermit so I'm trying to like everybody make sure that I've always got the balance just right but yeah we did a lot of damage shopping over the weekend on Sunday Thomas and I bought like all new cutlery completely new bed like not bed but like bed linen um all new towels I don't even want to tell you how much we spent guys but it was a flip and substantive but anyway <laughs> I felt like it just completely we came home on Sunday afternoon and just did a complete overhaul and cleaned out like every crevice of our apartment and I feel like a new woman so I love doing that hot take if you're feeling like you're in a bit of a rut clean out your entire apartment or house or room or whatever you have because it completely and I'm a tidy person, like I'm an organized tidy person and we still like, you can find nooks and crannies to clean if you look hard enough. So sometimes buying new things can set you on that path without you even knowing. But yeah, apart from that busy week, like I'm sure most of you are also having. But for today's episode, I am going to do my normal segment style instead of q and I was overwhelmed by the amount of requests I got for this week's episode. I don't know what got into you guys, but it was amazing. I just love knowing what you guys want me to talk about. And then I try and do like a cheeky overlay to see where the overlap is. And I try to address everything in like the weeks that follow, but sometimes it can be difficult, but I have got a bit of overlay this week. So the first topic we're going to talk about is my go-to clothing brands. I'm going to keep it really holistic. I just want to preface that I'm touching on all affordable brands today. Like everything is affordable. I do have some expensive pieces in my wardrobe, but I just think my target audience is girls like me that work a nine to five and maybe a studying as well, or, you know, are trying to get that luxe look on a budget. So I'm going to focus on the pieces in my wardrobe that are very affordable and see how we go. Then I'm going to dive into my handbag essentials. I had people literally just ask for a what's in my bag. And obviously in the format of a podcast, it's a little less exciting than the ones that you might see on like Vogue, (laughs) but still you'll get the same information. So I'm quite literally going to grab my handbag and walk through what's in it. And it it doesn't change like what's in my handbags, what's in my handbags. So it's an accurate read. Then to mix it up a little bit, I got a lot of questions on wedding related content, obviously with my wedding a month away, like a month away, y'all. How crazy is that? Anyway, one of them was how to like engagement party planning. And obviously my engagement party was 
exactly a year ago, which blows my freaking mind. It was, oh, I guess we're still in March technically, but we're almost in April and my engagement party was in April last year. So I'm going to talk about how to plan a unique engagement party. So stay tuned. Okay, so the first thing I want to chat about is my go-to clothing brands. I just want to put a big fat disclaimer on this segment as well that yes, I'm limiting to affordable. So if you're asking me and saying, well, I know that that was more, you know, you shop at this expensive store or whatever. There are pieces in my wardrobe that are more expensive, but the vast majority of my wardrobe outside of a lot of my accessories particularly is affordable where like it's all affordable mostly i would say like 85 percent of my actual clothing is pretty affordable and when i say affordable i think the bracket that i'm talking to is i want to say like 60 dollars to 180 per piece 60 being the cheapest i would probably say and 180 being the most expensive per piece not including like you know, coats and boots and some more expensive pieces of like can obviously be upwards of 180. But I would say most, most of my individual pieces would range probably from 60 to 200. And I feel like that's more than enough for a piece on most people's budget. So I'm trying to cater for the majority with this segment. So I'm going to just walk through point by point the brands that I lean to. And I am a professional shopper. And that's not something to be proud of. I'm, I'm exposing myself here. I shop all the time. Now, I'm not saying I bulk buy things on a weekly basis. I don't. I have a budget just like everybody else. But sometimes something just comes over me. And I would say on a monthly basis, I buy multiple items of clothing. And I'm not saying that's smart, but it's who I am and I don't see it changing. Like I would rather sacrifice something else and buy clothes. But I do have a rule with myself that I did not implement, but my fiance Thomas did, that when I get a new piece of clothing, I have to get rid of something. And I think that's fair at this point because I just uploaded literally today a like tour of my wardrobe room slash study and our second wardrobe and how I organize all of my clothes. And it is a little excessive how much stuff I've got, but, and that doesn't even include all the stuff I vacuum seal seasonally in the garage. So he's totally within his, you know, bounds to tell me to get rid of something, but it doesn't always happen. Anyway, getting back to the point, go-to clothing brands. I would say some of these are going to be common. Some of these might be new brands to you. All of my common ones that I would say are just everyone's crowd favorites are the H&M, the Zara, the Uniqlo. They're all staples for me. I would say Zara has not been sort of impressing me in the last couple of months. I would say I've been to Zara probably twice in the last couple of months. I don't even try to navigate the website because it just, it ain't Catherine friendly, but I love shopping in person and I just have been really underwhelmed, but I would say holistically it does the job. Like, uh, you know, if you give me 12 months of, you know, shopping at Zara, I would say, you know, nine or 10 out of the 12 months, I'm pleased with what I find. It's just a couple of months a year that I just go in and I'm like, I don't know who, I don't know what's going on in here, but I wouldn't buy a single thing, which is so unlike me. I can find joy in 
most clothing stores but yeah for whatever reason lately Zara just hasn't been been doing it for me but most of the time at Zara is just so your friend for your basics like even just you know work pants I would say Zara has been just a real tried and true for me I love Zara for work pants and I wear um, when I say work pants I'm not even just saying like you wear them to work I obviously do but I would say I elevate outfits on a regular basis in the sense that I'll wear like something a little bit more dressy to a casual event because it's just who I am. So suit pants is a staple, just do it for me. So Zara is where I've gotten a lot of my suit pants. Blazers, they're fantastic for even like some of my heels that I've had for years are from Zara that are like, you know, a little bit more of a statement. I just love them. I, I think that they're super affordable. All of their pieces tend to last in the sense that I find that they're really good at standing the test of time. H&M is hit and miss with me, but I do get a, as same as Zara. H&M is more hit and miss, but some compliments that I've gotten recently have been my H&M pieces. The other week, if you want to look at my, I've never gotten so many messages about a piece of clothing that I've posted in my entire life, but I uploaded sort of a, like a black, uh, very simple, but comfortable work dress on my story the other week. You can go into my OOTD highlight reel to see it. Sorry that you'll have to scroll all the way through, but it'll be at the end. And I got that from H&M. It was 50 bucks. Like it was, I, it was an impulse purchase. I walked in, I saw it. I knew that that dress had been sold out online and it was in an extra small and they didn't have any extra smalls on the website. And this fabric gives guys, I'm not always an extra small. Normally I'd be like a small, but in this fabric, like some fabrics for me, I don't know what it is, but yeah, definitely an extra small. And I went in, I saw it. It wasn't even on the hanger that it was meant to be. Like it was in a different section and someone had put it down and I was like, that's fate. I have to get it. And it was only 50 bucks. And I swear to you, like you got to keep me out of that dress. Like it is so comfortable. It's so flattering. So H&M just roguely can be like some of my belts that I love the most and get the most compliments on H&M. Some of my comfiest jumpers are H&M. I just feel like they know what they're doing with some of those more basic pieces. I find that the pieces that they try and go a little bit more like event wear with don't hit the mark for me. Like they're just, a, they look a little bit on the tackier side. Obviously this is all my opinion guys. I always feel like I'm being so rude when I like say something's tacky or whatever, because I'm not trying to like shame people that have it. Like everyone's style is different, but on me, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't hit the mark. But yeah, so Zara H&M Uniqlo for basics is unparalleled. The quality and the feel of Uniqlo basics is just next level. All of my basic tees, my black ones particularly, just I can't even, like I won't go anywhere else. Some of my basic tees as well are from Glassens and I find that they're really good quality for basic tees as well and they're pretty durable in the wash. I find that like I wear makeup to work. I'm a self-tanner. Like my clothes have to be resilient. Like they go through a bit of a beating. I'm also someone who'll do their makeup and then put their clothes on. Like that's just reckless. Like I need to so be like one of my goals is to be the type of person that will put their outfit on first and then do their makeup, even though it's like counterintuitive because I get it all over everything, but they're resilient. Another brand that I love, and I just want to preface that I do get gifted products from Pretty Little Thing. So it's not sponsored. They don't ask me to say anything about anything, but I do get products from them. 
I love Pretty Little Thing. I think that sometimes for me, it can be a bit hit and miss, but the vast majority of pieces have been really, really good. Some of my favorite blazers are Pretty Little Thing. Some of my favorite accessories are Pretty Little Thing. And some of my favorite dresses are Pretty Little Thing. And I would say they aren't as durable as some other products. Like you kind of got to be a little bit more careful, like read the label on how to wash them, like be a little bit more careful about it. Obviously, like I'm not here to be, you know, I'm not standing on some moral high ground. I definitely, obviously with the brands that I've just listed, engage in fast fashion to some extent, of course, but I am trying to make more of an effort to shop at more sustainable like slow fashion like one of the brands that I have absolutely loved was Auntie some of my favorite pieces in my wardrobe I've got their top and skirt this is all in my OOTD highlight reel guys I tagged them so you can find all the pieces I'm talking about I also have them linked on my LTK is a two-piece that is in like a beautiful burnt orange color and it's stunning I've got so many compliments on that and this gorgeous like ochre kind of olivey color dress which I also get so many compliments on they are slow fashion and they have got to be some of the best quality pieces that I own the price point is super favorable in the hundreds like it's not anything obscene and I absolutely love them so I would say if you're leaning against the fast fashion ones that I've mentioned Auntie is really really good and it is a smaller business which I obviously love supporting some other brands that you might have heard of that I love I've worked with Runway Scout in the past but I love Runway Scout I've bought a million dresses from them I've bought sets from them the quality is amazing I adore the pieces I've had Runway Scout pieces in my wardrobe for years and I still love them I would say they do amazing occasion dresses and I wear them all the time same with hello molly i've had friends ask me like have you bought from hello molly before like i, I want to know like what you think of the quality really good love hello molly i would say their sizing is like you need to look at whether or not it's they've got like a scale for whether or not it's true to size runs small runs large which has been really helpful because sometimes i'll get a piece and i'll be like oh my god i'm so glad i checked because it can be a little bit off but hello molly is also great for occasion wear but they do some beautiful casual dresses as well I would also say that I'm a bit ride or die with David Jones. I will just browse around David Jones for ages. I'm definitely a Ralph Lauren girl. I love uh, some pieces lately from Seed have been really beautiful. I would say like just browsing around the store and Ralph, um, not Ralph Lauren, in David Jones just always like brings me joy. There's always something in there that I love. I would also say Pepper Mayo. I have a few blazers from them that I've absolutely loved. They are probably the my favorite affordable, easily accessible, quick delivery, Westfield style stores. Apart from Auntie, I think they're only online. They would be my experiences with these stores. And I would say that a lot of the clothes that you would see me wear are from these places. Okay, the next segment, I'm quite literally getting my bag out. And it is my tried and true toy of the label black croc bag. I would say it is a Saint Laurent dupe, very affordable. I adore this bag. I also have it in nude and it is my go-to work bag, but I would say that I do use this bag 
in life regardless of work or not so i'm quite literally going into my bag guys and just reading out what comes out okay first thing is sunglasses obviously a staple in a million people's handbags i am one of those widows that carries around black and brown sunglasses pretty much at all times because i don't like taking them out of my handbag and i don't like having to get them for each outfit so i have a black pair which is pretty little thing sunnies very just i've trashed them but not to worry and i also have some brownie colored prada ones which are a little bit more on the xy side but big fan the next thing that i've got is this little <laughs> i've had people ask me where this is from and i'm so gutted to say that i literally found it in like a vinnie's but it's this gorgeous little black beaded bag with like gold trimming it's structured and it has a little like you know clip you open it and it's my little pharmacy this is something that i always have to have if you don't know me personally i'm always just like riddled with ailments like whether it be a blister a cut a headache allergies like i'm just so that person so i kind of need to have this in my little pharmacy i've got like dermaid which is like for skin irritations i don't even have like i don't have eczema i don't have like anything i just find that like there's always something with me i don't know what it is i have telfast because i really do have a besquillion allergies i'm allergic to everything i'm allergic to dust i'm allergic to pollen i'm allergic to grass nightmare so i've always got that with me i've got voltaren for like whatever ailment that is i've got tampons i've got neurofin panadol i've got this little this i actually love this and it's this little the brand is ie and i got this from a pharmacy and it's a roll-on essential oil for headaches lavender lemon lime and peppermint and i'm a big fan i get really bad migraines and sometimes i can feel them coming on and i actually feel like it might be placebo but I'm a big fan. I also have a lighter in here, which is a little bit concerning because I don't smoke and I don't know why I have that. I feel like someone might've given that to me and I've just held on to it. But anyway, that is my little pharmacy. Then the next thing that I've got is this Saint Laurent, like bigger, almost like a makeup case, which has a little zipper. This, I have more heavy duty stuff. So I've got like a mini Dove deodorant. I have hand sanitizer. I have the Suzanne Kaufman hand cream, big fan of that. I think they're actually in Mecca now and I got gifted some of these products and they are, oh my God, it smells amazing. I got an Oritin little compact mirror in like beautiful baby blue. I have a brow sculpting gel, lure the label as always. And I have a mini perfume by Who Is Elijah, which I got recently. I got a bunch of their little, um, little one sent to me and I got this one is in Muse and I'm a huge fan but I'm keen to try some of the other ones so that would I would say would be like and I would add in like makeup so I'd put like my lipstick maybe like a lip liner and a gloss or something if I was going to work I would probably just grab them and put them in there the next thing that I have is my little wallet. I have a mini wallet that I use. I do have bigger wallets, but I always tend to go back to my little wallet. It's Ralph Lauren, but it's really old and I bought it in America and it's like a brown crock and I just have all my cards in it. I don't really carry cash. I used to be that girl that had cash, but I don't know what's happened. I don't have it anymore. I've got my work pass and I do, I've had people ask me about this. It's completely trashed, but I have had it for like five years and I'm going to get a new one from the same company. The company is JM Leather and I've got a gorgeous cover for my work pass and it says my last name on it. It just says Robinson in gold. Um, 
Speaking of last names, the weirdest thing, I got sent some beautiful products. I'm actually going to put them on my TikTok from Basis. I think that's how you pronounce the name, Basis. And they do beautiful personalized products. And I got a gorgeous phone case and a AirPod holder, like cover. And I've got the phone case for the week of my wedding because I'm just like... I don't know. It's weird when you're a bride, you just like find reasons to buy things. But one of the weirdest things about getting married is obviously your name changes. I'm not changing my name, but I am hyphenating. So it'll be Robinson Alp instead of just Robinson. Um, And that's one of the weirdest things is I do have a lot of like monogrammed personalized products and it is kind of weird having to adapt. So this AirPod case was one of the first things I got just the other day with my new initials on it. So, cause it didn't make sense for me to get just KR when I knew that obviously an AirPod case and a phone case is going to last you ages. So I got KRA on my AirPod case. It's a beautiful like peony color. And then I got a phone case that I'm just going to put on for the week of my wedding, but it's the same beautiful pink color. And it says Mrs. Alp, which just puts me in all the feels anyway. Then I, so obviously I do have my AirPods, just sidetracked a little bit. I've got a really hideous, like, Gladlock bag with a phone charger in it. Don't ask me why I put it in a Gladlock bag, but it's just because I hate, one of my pet peeves in a handbag is like having things just rolling around, like everything's got to have a place. So I just put the cord in there. I've also got three highlighters and a pen from Kiki K which just lives lives in there that's actually it i feel like that's a pretty organized bag sometimes i just have a whole mess of mary poppins style stuff rolling around in there but that is everything that's in my current handbag and i do get a lot of questions i know i mentioned it earlier but i get a lot of questions about which where i got that bag from and i highly recommend toy the label it is incredible incredible quality Okay, to wrap up the pod, I'm just going to touch on something that will probably be a little bit niche and maybe only relevant for my wifey's to be. But I have had a lot of in questions, a lot of what is English? That was not English. Anyway, I've had questions about like engagement parties, how to plan for one, how we came up with our ideas for ours. Um, If you haven't seen my engagement party, I do have some photos on my Instagram from last April, so April 2022. Um, We had basically like the day that we got engaged was in January of 2022. And it was at the Crown Hotel. We were staying there for another reason, Thomas and I. And obviously I was very surprised. But that night, like a couple of hours after we got engaged, I was surprised with our families downstairs. And we had a massive dinner and it was beautiful and very, very special. So we kind of had our family engagement party, like the literal hours after we got engaged. So we ended up having a party a few months later, like just for friends so that we could celebrate. And we, you know, had to do it twice, but didn't matter because it was more just for our friends. So we ended up having an Italian, like rustic themed engagement party. We quite literally did it. This won't make sense for non-Sydney siders, but we live in the lower North shore of Sydney and in Mossman, we have a beautiful Italian restaurant and deli. And basically what we did was we rented out the deli part of the restaurant, basically the back part where they sell like literal groceries. Like they've got these gorgeous, like 
crates of like lemons and you know like incredible fruits and veggies and it's beautiful and they sell like amazing fresh flowers and olive leaves and it's really really quintessential italian and we basically rented out the deli part and put a massive long table running through the deli and we were the only ones there and it was like we had a massive dinner in like a delicatessen and it was one of the most special things we've ever done it was one of the most fun evenings we had all of our friends on this one massive table and we just sat and we had like a lot of olive leaves around us we had these mini little bottles that we gave people with our initials on it that was like a shot of lemoncello couple of little things like that we did get like signage made just for the welcome sign apart from that it was pretty like honestly it was pretty low maintenance in the sense that the venue that we selected you know we went through the menu that we wanted to serve with them and they printed the menus for us we organized the flowers we just had tulips running down the table we organized our little like i love a party favor just like a little lemoncello shot and the venue we didn't require a single bit of decoration in the sense that we had our welcome sign olive leaves everywhere it was just like perfect i would say that's like our story about our engagement party but in terms of how to plan one i would say my biggest piece of advice is in like being one month out from our wedding planning a wedding is like no joke it is so so difficult in the sense that we've been really lucky that we were able to get a wedding planner and I know that not everybody has that luxury but I don't know if I could have done it to this scale without her like we did like I would say we have a you know it's not a small wedding it's not a large wedding we're doing around 120 people it's probably around the middle and the amount of detail that goes into planning a wedding is like nothing I've ever seen. I've planned small parties like this is rogue. This is like a, a whole new territory for me. And having a wedding planner just took so much intensity out of it. All of the nitty gritty is done by our wedding planner, who is just fantastic. But you don't want too much else going on. Like if you're someone like me in the sense that, you know, you get engaged, but like and that's like obviously a massive milestone in your life. It's such an exciting time, but some people want to get engaged and then they can kind of just sit on being engaged for years and years. That just wasn't who Thomas and I are. Like we were so, so excited to enter that next chapter of our lives together that we were like, yep, we want to get engaged. And we knew that we were going to be together. But when that happened, we had our engagement party and then we were like into the wedding planning. You know what I mean? Like we weren't just sitting on being engaged for years and then like the wedding was in a distant future like that just wasn't who we were so having our engagement party and then getting straight into wedding planning like you just don't want anything that's going to be so crazy and hard to manage because believe me you're about to dive into something 20 times more chaotic and, and more difficult to manage so I would say my biggest piece of advice is just pick something that's like pretty low key and easy to manage. So for me, the venue was so helpful with our engagement party. The aesthetic of it was already there. We didn't have to do anything. They helped with the menu, easy per person. Like it was very, very simple. All we had to do was a little party favor, which I love. I'm such a party favor sucker. I love getting party favors. I love giving party favors. Even if it doesn't mean that much to the other people that are going, I just think it's a nice thing to do it makes it feel personal 
So obviously we had those made and we also did a welcome sign. But apart from that, you get your outfit and you're good to go. Like, you know, it wasn't high maintenance. I would say one thing that people said about our engagement party was it was so unique. Like we literally doing it in a delicatessen was really, really rogue. And I think that's nice. I like sometimes I'm, this is such a, I don't know, controversial thing to say, but I think when you live somewhere for a long time, I'm a Sydney girl. I've lived in Sydney my entire life. You get sick of venues. I know that sounds so elitist and awful to say that, but if you go out a lot, I love going out. I love being in like the food and bev scene. You get sick of places and it's not to say that the places are no longer good, but like the novelty of them might wear off a little bit for you. You might go to parties at venues a lot. Other people might have things at these venues a lot. You might go there yourself a lot. And it's just can be hard to like have an original thought. Like how do I have an event that feels original and that people aren't going to walk in and it's a copy paste of an event they attended this time last year. And I think that getting outside the box a little bit was something we wanted to do. And it really landed because so many people just said like, this is so special and we've never done something like this before. And I loved that. And I recommend if you're planning an engagement party, like just try and think outside the box a little bit, like do something a little bit creative. It It's so nice for people to come and celebrate in an environment that they're not used to. So that was fun. I would say party favors are another thing to invest in something symbolic that makes sense for the event or for you as a couple. For us, obviously, we were doing an we're having a very Italian inspired wedding, an Italian inspired engagement party. So lemoncello shots was, I mean, that was a no brainer in these little like jars that we had our initials on. And then I think I'm trying to think other things that really made it. I would say you don't have to go crazy with you know crazy themes and making it really difficult i think simple can sometimes be the best people just want to be there to celebrate you and this incredible milestone in your life and i would say that is the main thing you don't need to feel like you have to spend a bajillion dollars knowing the fact you're engaged you're about to do that for the wedding i'm sure anyway so there's just no need um but yeah feel free to go look at my engagement party photos i need to check i think they're all still on my instagram and on my highlights but i would say think outside the box because it's just it's always so special getting to do something a little bit different that is all for this week you guys thank you so much for tuning in i hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week and feel free to as always reach out to me on my instagram katherine ray robinson or the kindest regards pod instagram i love chatting to you guys it's an absolute highlight of my week so i will chat to you guys next week